All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Healing Schools this morning. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. I'm excited to see what God has in store for us this morning. Well, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's have a word of prayer, and let's dive off into it. Father, we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. We look to you today, and we receive healing today. Thank we you, receive Father. it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We praise you. We thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. All right. We can go ahead and dive off into it. Well, praise God. You want me to just get started in your notes? Yes. So we're going to look at some scriptures this morning to stand on to receive our new body parts. Haha, <laughs> doesn't that sound exciting? New body parts. New body parts, that's what we're talking about. So what body parts are you in need of today? An eye, an eardrum, a heart maybe, kidney, thyroid, or maybe a hip. Whatever it is, you don't have to live out the rest of your days without anything missing or broken in your physical body. Jesus came so you can live life and live it abundantly. The doctors may have said there's nothing they can do. Maybe you've been sent home with an arm full of prescriptions and devices to help you cope. Enough is enough, right? Yes, that's what I think. Why? Because Jesus bore every sickness and disease on the cross. So you and I wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have to do it. All we have to do is to build our faith to a boiling over point until we receive the creative miracle. Amen? That's right. And so we're going to look at 15 scriptures. Now, we may not get to all of them today, but we have 15 scriptures to stand on for new body parts to get you started in your faith journey. And all of these scriptures are going to be in the ESV, the English Standard Version. So, Larry, I'll just get started and stop me wherever you want because I'm just going to keep reading from your notes. All right. Praise God. The first scripture is Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 7. I'm going to repeat it again. Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 7. And we are reading all of these from, remember, the ESV, English Standard Version. So here we go. Deuteronomy 34 and 7 says, Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not undimmed. His eyes were undimmed, rather, and his vigor unabated. It is God's will that our body functions perfectly. All the days of our life. 
That's Let's our first scripture. scripture. Okay, go ahead. Now notice, Moses was how old when he died? He was 120 years old. And the scripture says his eyes was undimmed. His eyes were not dim. Neither were his body, was his, you know, his natural forces abated. He was still strong. That's right. Moses didn't wear glasses. He didn't need them. <laughs> he didn't wear contact lens. He didn't need them. There was nothing wrong at all with his eyes at 120 years old. Now, that should tell us something there. Well, it does. Right there, it should let you know what God did for Moses, he can do for us today. Amen. And this why the scripture does say all things are possible to him or her that what? That believe. That believe. Glory to God. You see, your faith is designed to deal with the impossible. So, you may have one eye today. Or your eyes may not be too good. But you know what? You're still living, right? Absolutely. Praise it God. Is subject, it's subject to change. Amen. When you begin to put the word of God on it, and you confess out of your own mouth, Father, I thank you for 2020 vision. Amen. Father, I thank you. My eyes are not dim. Put your name in there. Mm. Larry's eyes are not dim. Come Neither on. Larry's natural forces are not abated. Come on. That's how you do it. See, confession brings possession. I like that. I'll say that again. Confession brings possession. Amen. You will never have a thing until you confess it. You must confess hmm. it first. Why is Amen. that? Everything that God created or made, he spoke it first. Yes, he did. He spoke it out of his mouth first. Praise the Lord. And we must do the same. That's right. If you Amen. don't, it means you don't want it. Huh. But listen, we talk about new body parts today. Mm. Folks, I'm telling you, Whatever the devil has put on you, God sent his word to take it off of you. He sent his word and healed you. Psalms 107 and verse 20. Come on. Let's get started up here. Let's receive our healing today. Let's receive whatever it is we need from God. Amen? That's right. Amen. I heard you say uh, if you don't get it, it's probably because you don't want it. But I'm going to say this, too. Maybe some of you don't know how. So before we leave the line, we're going to make sure you understand. Amen? Yes. So we want you to keep listening. 
tune everything else out, and let's use this little time that we have to make sure that we get a good understanding of what we're talking about this morning. The second scripture is coming from Psalms 37 and verse 37. And as Larry said, I hope you're taking notes because what you need to do is go back and uh, in your spare time, read. Remember, we talked about this. Reading scriptures is just the first step. The next step is what? Meditation. And then the final step is what? Confession. And That's just right. like Larry just said, it's the confession that what? Brings the possession. Amen? That's right. So make sure you're taking good notes. So here's the second scripture we want to look at today. Coming from Psalms, chapter 37, verse 37. And remember, we're reading all these scriptures from the what? English Standard Version. And here's yes. our second scripture. Mark 37, 37 says, I'm sorry, Psalms 37, 37 says, Mark the blameless and behold the upright. For there is a future for the man of peace. The Hebrew word for peace, which is shalom, means complete, intact, in good health, nothing missing, nothing broken. That includes body parts. <laughs> Amen. There you go. Glory to God. Glory to God. Our third scripture is coming from Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. I'll repeat it again. Our third scripture is coming from Psalms 103. Verses 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives, who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you. Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Who satisfies you with good. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Let's pull. Praise, Praise God. This scripture is loaded. Amen. Notice, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Mm -hmm. Now notice, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his what? Benefits. Mm -hmm. When you come to the Lord and you receive him as your Savior and Lord, there are benefits that come with that. 
notice all your sins are forgiven. Your body is healed from sickness and disease. Amen. One of the benefits that you have when you come to him, when you make Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, if you are missing a body part or need a new body part, he has it. And he will give it to you. Amen. That's one of your benefits. Isn't that exciting? Extremely exciting. I want you to stop and think. The doctors can't make a new eye. The doctors can't make a new hip. But the same God that made you, he made you to begin with, why would he not have extra body parts? <laughs> There's a whole warehouse of body parts. New body parts. If you need a kidney today, you don't have to just stand in line waiting for somebody to die to get a, 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 a new good kidney. No. He after. After all, he is your heavenly father. And he said in Exodus chapter 15, I am the Lord your God. Notice he's your God. I am the Lord your God that healed you. Notice what he did not say. He didn't say, I'm the Lord your God who maketh you sick. Hmm. He said, I'm the Lord your God that healed you. And I've been shouting this scripture uh, for months and months now. Isaiah 58 uh, and 8. He said, he will, your help, brother, will spring forth speedily. Your help spring forth speedily. Notice that word speedily. How about suddenly? Hmm. How about faster than the speed of sound? Mm. There's a there's a preacher, he just not too long ago, he, he just went home to be with the Lord. Amen. This man, I forget the name of the of the disease he had, but this disease eat up your flesh. And this man lay was being eaten up by this disease. When I say ate up, I mean deep into his flesh was missing. It was deep and it was wide, just eating him up. And the doctors informed him and his family, there is no cure for this. Now we can give you some pain medicine, you know, to help you bear it. Watch this here. Until you die. Yes. Even the medicine that we give you, it can kill you. 
So we don't think, you know, you would make it under that. He was in his late 80s at that time. And he would cry and cry. The man said he cried for eight months. He even prayed and asked God to take him home. And his wife, on the other hand, said, no, Lord, don't, don't take him. Let him stay here. Heal him. Oh, that's but he was hurt. <clears throat> he was hurting so bad, he wanted to get out of it, out of that. I guess so. Let me tell y'all what happened. His wife won. <laughs> what do I mean she won? That man said he would hurt so bad, he no longer had control of his mind. That's how bad he was hurting. She got a hold of him, got in his face, and said, you're not going anywhere. You're going to live. And you're going to be totally healed. Now, listen to what happened to him. She got him in agreement with her. And it was like overnight, God healed him. Now, you would expect a bad skull would be on him. The man had no skull at all. Zero. But the pictures of this man's leg, that thing was eating him up, is out there online today. I'm telling you, nothing is too hard for God. It's like that man have a brand new leg, no scar at all. None. You can't even tell where he was ate up. That's how good he looked. Praise God. Amen. You need a body part? Whatever the need is. It may be a migraine headache. I'm telling you, you can receive your healing today. You don't have to keep that. You don't have to keep that not one more day. The healing one is here, and his name is Jesus. <clears throat> receive your healing today. Right here in this class. Amen. What you say, Prophet? Amen. Praise God. I say that's awesome. Amen. The healing scriptures. Uh, but we definitely want to make sure they get an understanding of what it, what it, what it's all, you know, the operation of it all and how to get it to work in their lives. So let's get back to the healing scriptures. Here's Jeremiah number four, Jeremiah 30 and 17. Jeremiah 30 and 17, this is number four. It says, For I will restore health to you, and your wounds I will heal. I'm going to read it again. For I will restore health to you, and your wounds I will heal. That's a great promise, isn't it? That's yes, what you just is. talked about. That's what you just described uh, with the man with the uh, eaten up legs. 
That's God right. said, I will restore your wounds. And he restored his wounds. Yes, he did. Because he stood on something like this, a word like this in Jeremiah. The fifth one is Nahum. Nahum. Nahum 1 and 9. It's spelled N-A-H-U-M. Not the one we hear all the time, but I'll make sure you get it right. And it's verses 1 and 9. Chapter 1, verse 9. I'm sorry. Chapter 1, verse 9. And it says, He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up a second time. I wow. love that. Read that, that again. Awesome. He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up a second time. Amen. He will make an end. He will make a thing that's eating you up. Yeah. Come on. That's, that's destroying your flesh. Those sicknesses and the diseases. I'm going to make an end to them. But guys, we want to make sure you understand your part in all of this. We're reading the healing scriptures now. And we want to make sure you understand what to do with this. Look at number six. Before you move to number six. Okay. This verse is telling you you are healed if you receive it. He'll, he'll put an end to it. Well, if you had cancer and the end was put to it, you healed. Amen. Notice, he'll put an end to it. It won't be troubling you no more. But you can Praise take God. the word of God and trouble your trouble. You can trouble that diabetes. You can trouble that heart trouble. You can trouble that no eye. Yes, you can. You need a new heart? You can receive it. He said he'll put it into you to that thing. Amen. God, that's good news. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Number six. Coming from Joel. J-O-E-L. Chapter two. Verse 25. Joel 2, verse 25. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. <laughs> he will restore whatever time, money, or peace has been stolen from you due to your physical trial. Look at that. Just look at that. Amen. He will restore whatever time, money, or peace that has been stolen from you due to this physical trial of sickness or attacks in your body. What do you say Amen. It's, 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 it's self-explanatory. That's what I say about it. And I expect it to happen. But in all of these scriptures, we all must, we must always understand our part. Yeah. Glory to God. 
You must receive look, look, it. Look, look, look at this here. Folks, he will not only give you a new body part, he won't only just heal you. He can give you your time back. Yes, he is. Your money back. Remember that mm -hmm. woman who had the issue of blood? Yeah. He gave her her money back. All right. Yes, he did. Is mm -hmm. there anything too hard for God? Now, you have to answer the question. No. All right. One scripture says, redeem the time for the days are evil. Somebody said, well, if you done lost time, you'll never get that back. Not so. Amen. Redeem the time means you can buy back your time. Did you get that? You can buy back your time. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. As I told Number you in the beginning, faith deals with the impossible. Faith put a demand on the impossible. It makes impossible possible for who? Those who believe. Those who act on it. Oh. Number seven is coming from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 and 17. And it says, He healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. That is powerful. Yes. It was took this, yes, he took it himself. He took it in his own body so that you don't have to take it in yours. That's Again, right. I'm going to keep repeating. Every one of these scriptures are promises from God. Yes. But we must also do our part to make sure that it is manifested where? In our bodies. Amen? That's right. Amen. Make sure that it is manifested in our bodies. Glory to yes. God. Okay. Amen. All right. So, here is number eight. All things are possible for one who believes. I'll repeat it again. Mark 9, 23. This is number 8. All things are possible for one who believes. Glory to God. Number 9 is coming from the book of Acts. Acts Chapter 5 and verse 16. The people are gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick 
and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Praise God. No matter the situation, Jesus healed every person who oh, came God. to him, whether or not modern medicine says there is hope, he will heal you too. Praise God. Praise God. Whether or not modern medicine says there is hope, he will heal you too. The scripture says he heals all the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits. That's great news. Great news. Absolutely. These are all promises of God that there is a part that we play. We're going to get to that in a minute. Number 10. It's Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, what? By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Isn't that powerful, Apostle? He said, Absolutely. tell me what you need. Tell me the body part you need. Tell me what it is you want. Let your request be made known to God. I love that. Yes. See, one scripture says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek, which means pursue after it, and you will find it. If you ask for it, he said, I'll give it to you. Amen. Come on now. That's right. If Let you your request be it. known. Yes. Let your request be known. Praise God. So what is it you need from him today? Amen. That's Pray a part of our, yeah, that's a big part of our responsibility is to make sure we ask. That's right. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Faith is coming to you this morning just by what I and the prophet are speaking to you. Praise the Lord. All things are possible to him or her that what? That believe. believe. Now, if you that didn't believe. believe, you wouldn't be here this morning. We know you believe. that's another big part. That's another big part. We Talk must believe. It. Well, we must believe. Amen. We must believe. Yes. Let's get through 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 these last few, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Number twelve on our healing list this morning. Hebrews chapter eleven and verse eleven. Again, number twelve on our healing list this morning is Hebrews eleven and eleven. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she had conceived him, since she had considered, I'm sorry, him faithful who had promised. 
just as people may balk at the idea of believing God for a new body part, they they most certainly would have done the same to uh, to Sarah for believing to re- to conceive a baby at such an old age. Yet her faith took what the world said she couldn't have, and she made it a reality. Praise God. She made it her what? Reality. She, she did. She took what the faith, what the world says was impossible and made it her reality. Now, even at such an old age. Yes. Now, I noticed something here. If an older woman past child bearing age today, have a child, what do the world say? Oh, that baby will never be normal. Mm-hmm. It may even come here stillborn. Yeah, well, All that's what you're saying. That's what we're pointing out in the notes. Just as people may balk at the idea of believing God for new body parts, they most certainly would have done the same thing to Sarah for believing to conceive a baby at such an old age. That's right. But child you know, of God, you're too old. Who's going to have a child? How can you have a child at 90 years old? That is impossible, right? Yeah. That's what they say. But she took her faith. You know, her faith took her you know, to places where the world could not take her. And that's why we keep stressing. Thank God for all these promises, but we must play our part. And a part, the big part that we must step out into is what? Believing God. Having faith in those promises. And then we'll see the manifestation. Amen? That's That's one one of the steps we must take. Look at number 13 on our list. Uh, we just finished with Hebrews 11, which was number 12. Now we're going to look at number 13. We're almost done with the scripture. We have 1 John 5, 14 through 15. Number 13 on the list is 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. And it says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according Mm -hmm. to his will, come on, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Wow, that is so powerful. I love this passage. I love it. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is one of the, the most famous promises of God that I, to me, in the, in the whole Bible. Yeah. He said, this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we act, remember, we looked at that a few minutes ago, we must first act, right? So He says, right. if we act anything according to His will, He's telling us, if you're asking me for a new body part, he's saying, child of God, I hear you. I hear you. That's what he's saying. 
And if we know, watch this, if you know that he hears you, see, you got to take it to heart. You just got to step out by faith and say, I know my father hears me. And that's what he's saying. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, whatever we're asking for, what are you asking for? Father, heal. Take away this diabetes. Oh, God, take away this cancer. Uh, give me a new lung. Give me a new heart. Give me a whatever you're saying. He said, know that you have, that your request, whatever what you're asking for, he said, know that we have the request that we have asked for him. Know that this request is already granted to you. And this is where a lot of us miss it, is because we don't see it when we ask for it. We tend to think that it isn't given. But that is not true. Just hold on. We're going to go a little step further with this today. Look at number 14. It's coming from Revelations 12 and verse 11. And it says, And they have conquered, they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives, even unto death. Praise God. And then the last scripture on our list today is coming from Revelations again. And that's coming from Revelations 21 and verse 5. Behold, I am making all things new. That's powerful. Uh, that is powerful. Behold, I am making all things new. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say about that one, Apostle. <laughs> Listen, you need a new body, boy? He's telling you he's got it. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You receive it by faith. Yes, come on. You want it? In Mark chapter 11, in verse 24 says, He's telling you what things soever you desire. Come on now. When you pray, y'all do pray, don't you? Yeah. He said, when you pray, believe that you receive them. Them what? Those things that you're asking for. Yeah. Pray Look at what he says. And you believe. will have them. Go ahead, prophet. Well, uh, I thank God for uh, what Apostle has given us and is giving us this morning. And and I'm going to take a moment, if you will allow me right now, to just pull this all together. Let's pull it all together. So what, what I'm going to say is this. Now that you have gone through the scriptural confessions, we look at some scriptural confessions for our new body part. Let's take a few minutes and look at the principles that, that is the key uh, to, to help you to become a partaker of God's provisions for these new body parts. Amen? Let's look at the key. And we've talked about that a little bit as we went, but let's shed a little bit more light on it. And let's pay close attention. I want us to get this. 
There is probably no other subject as important to your healing and your health than what? Than the principle of calling things that are not. Let's say it again. Calling mm -hmm. things that are not. And we can see that in Romans 4, 17 through 22. Yeah. Abraham, yeah. This is how Abraham became fully persuaded that God would do what he had promised. See, we just looked at all the promises, but guess what? You gotta become fully persuaded about it. That's right. And this is how he became fully persuaded about the promises of God. The way he became fully persuaded was what? Calling things that are not manifest as though they were. Okay, so let's, let's continue along that line. Let's look at it at, uh, that verse in Romans 4, 17 through 22. Mm -hmm. As it is written, I have made Jesus a father of many nations. Before him, whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and call it those things which be not as though they were. We just looked at all those promises. We looked at yeah. all those promises. You see, but this is what you need to do next. Look, what is this talking about? Paul, right here in this scripture, he's, he's, he's talking about, he's really referring to Genesis, the 17th chapter. And we know what that is. You, you remember? God called Abraham the father of nations before he That's even right. had the promised child. Yes, before he had He Isaac. called him. Yeah, he didn't have a child yet, but God called him the father of nations. And then what? He taught Abraham to do the same. Yes. How did he do it? He changed Abram's, he changed Abram, because his name was A-B-R-A-M, and he changed it to Abraham. A-B-R-A-H-A-M. And so he knew he had to help him, so he changed his name, which meant, his, see, his name meant father of nations. That was the meaning of Abraham. That is the meaning. And so yeah. he changed his name. So this was the means that he used to convince Abraham to call for what he did not yet have in reality. God had, listen, God had already established it. He had established that he was the father of nations by promising it. But Abraham called it into reality by mixing faith with God's word. I'm yes. going to say that again. God had established this promise. You know, he'd already said, you're the father of many nations. So it was already done because God said so. But Abraham had to call it, I'm going to say it again, he had to call it, he had to call it into reality by mixing faith in God's word. Yes. Every time he said, so here's what was going on. Every time he said, I am Abraham, what was he doing? He was calling things that were not yet manifest. Abraham did not deny that he was not old. He didn't go around saying, I'm not old, because he was old. But here's what he did say. I am Abraham. I am the father of many nations. 
And this was God's method by helping him change his own image. See, you got to change your image. Mm-hmm. And this was, and this is what caused him to be what? Fully persuaded. Say it with me. Fully persuaded. Fully Say it again. Fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. Say it again. Fully persuaded. See, we've looked at all the promises, 15 of them this morning. There are many more, but we've used 15. They, they are yeah. all promises of God. See? But you must be fully persuaded. You must step out by faith and what? Call. Say call. Call. You must step out by faith and call them. Amen? You must step out in faith and confess and call for those promises. Hallelujah. Call. You know, Paul gives us another, you say that's Old Testament. Okay, let's look in the New. Paul gives us another example. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 27 and 28. Let's look at that. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world there you go. to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are what? Mighty. Mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised had God chosen. Yea, the things which, watch this now, which are not to bring to naught the things that are. Do you see that? That's New Testament. Chose things that are not to bring to naught the things that are. So in other words, God uses, watch this, he uses spiritual forces which are not yet seen to nullify natural things that are seen. What's the natural thing you see? You see the sickness. You see the attack on your body. You, 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 you see the poverty. You, you see the, the lack and the want and the not enough. You see that. These are the natural things. But see, this is the Bible principle of what? Calling things that are not as though they were. Yes. That's right. You gotta, you gotta get this. You gotta get this. Are you listening? You see, so what, what's happening? Look, look, let me give you an example, another. You make sure you got this. When it comes to divine healing, this is a vital, important principle, vitally important principle. We should declare to ourselves what God's word reveals about us regardless of the circumstances or how we feel about it. In Romans 10, 6 through 8, Paul says that the righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh thee, even in my mouth and in my heart. But notice the word is first in your mouth. Yes. It's first in your mouth, then in your heart. God's word becomes engrafted in your heart. How? As you speak it. That's right. Declaring what God has said about you 
with your own voice. Giving voice to God's word is a method of calling for things that God has given by promise and are not yet manifested. You don't, you don't, you, you see, this is, this is your part. This is our part. We must call for the promises. That's why we gave you the promises this morning. But your part is you must call them as though they already are. Let me, let me give you some practical examples this morning. Let me show you what we're talking about before we leave the line, before we close. Watch this. Here's a, here's some practical examples that, in, in, that Larry and I can share with you this morning. Recently, we had a ceiling leak. Yeah, I want to say about two, three days ago. Well, it, to be honest with you, it was Thursday, which is why Larry had to postpone the Thursday morning uh, business meeting uh, conference call. There was a ceiling leak. He passed by coming out of the bedroom and and then we noticed drip, 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 drip. And it was coming from the, it was hitting the carpet. And we we both looked up. I looked, he didn't see it, I saw it. And and I said, Oh my God. I, I can't believe this. But anyway, let's let's get into it. And so We did I told Larry about it. And so we didn't walk around all day saying, We have a ceiling leak, we have a ceiling leak, we have a ceiling leak. No. As soon as we saw it, Larry said, Watch this, call the AC guy. I hope you're getting this. See, because we're talking about calling things that be not as though they are. Are you listening? He said, call. He didn't say, oh, we have a ceiling leak. We have a ceiling leak. We have a, he said, no, call. Call the AC guy. And guess what? The AC guy came. You know why he came? Because we called him. That's right. That's right. Another day, we were driving down the highway. And the engine light popped on in the car. As soon as we saw it, I told Larry. <laughs> so he didn't start repeating what I had said. Oh, Larry, here's an engine light. Here's a no, no, no. He said, as soon as I said that to him, he said, tell him as soon as we get home, watch this, I'm going to call Toyota. Are you listening? That's right. I'm going to call Toyota. He didn't start telling everybody, oh, we have a, the, there's an engine light, there's an engine light, there's an engine light. He didn't do that. We called Toyota, and Toyota took care of it, just like that. What are we saying? When you see or hear the diagnosis from your doctor, what, 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 what shall we do? One of the things, for sure, we should not get on social media and on our cell phones and keep repeating the doctor's diagnosis. We should not That's keep right. telling everybody what the doctor said. No, yeah. listen carefully. As soon as you hear the diagnosis, you should start calling 
on the word of God for healing, which is not yet seen as though it already is. Watch this until it is seen. That's right. Did you that's get that? Right. that? That's what that's what this whole lesson is about this morning. These are promises of God. But what the principle is, the principle for having them manifest in your life is calling things that be not as though they already are. That's and good. we do this, we do this every day. You do it every day. Just like I gave you an example. You see a problem, you call for the answer. You see a problem, you call for the remedy. You see a, 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 a something out of sort in your house, you call someone to fix it. Well, guess what? That's what God is saying to you. If you see a problem in your body, call on me. I am the fixer. Don't keep going around repeating the problem. Don't keep going around saying, I have a heart, I have heart trouble, I have cancer, I have diabetes, I have sugar, this, I have that. Don't keep doing that because, because what you're doing is you're causing the problem to stay the problem. Yes. It's the same thing, guys. That's Normally right. you would not just keep saying, you have a ceiling leak. I have a ceiling leak. I have a ceiling leak. I have an end of light. I have an end of light. I have an end of No. No way. Immediately. Call the AC guy. Call the plumber. Call what? Why are we calling? We calling for the answer. It's the same way with your, with your, with your body. Satan has attacked your body. Guess what? God said, listen, it's already done. I am already the plumber you need. I'm already the, the car dealer you need. I'm already the doctor. I am it. That's right. On my words, because I've already established it to you in a promise. I've already given you the promise. But if you will not mix your faith, if you will not call for it, if you will not speak it out of your mouth, there's nothing I can do. That's right. And remember, we read those scriptures, then we meditate those scriptures, and then we what? We call. We call. Yes. Amen. We confess. You confess. Thank you, Father. I see a problem in my stomach. Oh, Father, I thank you. I praise you. Jesus was wounded. I'm calling on your word because Jesus, you've given me this promise. Jesus was wounded for my transgression. Jesus was bruised for my guilt and my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was laid on him. And with the strike that wounded him, I, Helen Elder, I was healed and I am healed today. Oh, Father, I thank you. I receive it. I receive it by faith. That's your promise. And I receive it by faith. That ain't absolutely nothing. Well, what did I just do? I called for the answer to the problem in my stomach. Praise God. And I got to believe that. We can give you 15 more healing scriptures. But until you do your part, which is to call those things that be not as though they are, mix, take that word of God and mix it with faith and call on the the answer, which is the words we just gave you, child of God, it will not happen for you. That's right. It will, it will not manifest. So you got to get that principle. After you've got the promises, get the principle so you can understand how to call it, how to cause it to manifest in your life. Amen? I hope that helps right. today. Praise God. Amen.